This is episode 77 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Stephen Johnson. Are you guys nervous? Is everything okay? Do you feel relaxed? Today, Stephen is joined by his two remaining team members, Liz. You know that paranoid feeling of like, like, um, impending doom? And Jude. I'm vibrating because I took (laughs) to talk about their progress in the paper trading challenge. I want someone to like sit next. Like I want to call one eight hundred stock tutor and get someone next to me. (laughs) They talk about the ways they're adjusting to PDT, the pattern day trade rule that limits the amount of trades for U.S. based traders trading with an account of under twenty five thousand dollars. And Stephen walks Liz and Jude through some of their recent trades, highlighting the importance of analyzing the daily charts. Yes, can you see? Stephen, I can. I can see it all. It's so <laughs> complete and obvious. I will Dude. incorporate it into my trades in the future. You'll probably want to watch that part on the YouTube version of this episode. And then, of course, Stephen also asks the age-old question. Is that a matter boo-boo on your head? You've, you've got a matter boo-boo on your head, though. You have got a matter boo-boo on your head. A, a, ma- a matter. A, a matter boo-boo. A matter? You have a what, matter. What's a... I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> <sighs> Let's just get to today's episode. <laughs> Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. It is the Paper Trading Challenge. It's a live kind of podcast without Tim Bowen, thank God. And I am back and it is the final five. It's the final two of my contestants because we lost one. We lost Louie. And the two remaining contestants are the Raging Bull Liz (laughs) and the more conservative spiritual (laughs) Jude. How are you doing, Jude? How are you doing, Liz? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Liz? Uh, Jude, your skin is radiating. What kind of meditation practice do you carry out that have such glowing skin? I don't even know. I don't know if I could share that because it's a little bit controversial. Transcendental. No, that would be good, though. That's supposed to help people sleep. I might... I'm. I might spend some time in a year with a shaman drinking some interesting ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever, Jude. I feel physically calmer in your presence. And and Liz, how are you doing? You don't. I'm just going to be honest with you. You don't seem to have that that bullish go getter. I'm on top of the world, self-destruction wrecking ball by Miley Cyrus. You don't have that as much anymore. What's going on? Well, you see, my hands are tied. It's called the PDT. <laughs> mm. Oh my God, you got you got put in PDT prison, right? Yeah, you've been locked up, and it, and it's not one of those minimum security; it's maximum security. You're you're in with the real bad guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I escape every, I, I escape overnight, <laughs> but I always come back. <laughs> you always return like a convicted felon with a bad track yeah. record, right? Yeah. So, so let's get an update. How are you guys doing? How are you performing? Let's start with you, Liz, because you were a front runner in the initial month. Well, Louis got knocked out. You were scalping like the world was going to end the next day. And, and you were <laughs> so, so what's changed? How has operating from a smaller account affected you? And, and what's your trading balance now? You started with 1500, right? Yeah. So, so where, where, where are you now? 
man, like yesterday I was at 886, right? Oh my God. Can we take a moment silence for that? That is, that is half your account. Yeah. So I lost half of my account. I realized where I made the mistakes though. But so what I did, I was shorting overnight 60,000 shares of one second. I think it's, yeah, NHPI. Okay. So this morning, yeah. So this morning I was up like a hundred and something dollars, 160. So I tried to exit, but I, I was so tired. I woke up at like 925 and I pressed 60,000 sell. So then it doubled, it doubled my thing. And then, and then I was like, I shut it down and I reopened it and it reopened on a new um, browser. Like it was like a X X a. And so then I bought yeah. 60,000 of that. So I just sold it. I, lo- I lost my last day trade. So now I'm literally stuck 181,000 um, shares in, um, in NHPI. I'm up $500, but it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's like a mistake. But um, yeah. Okay, I mean, Liz, what I would say to you is, I've heard, I've been watching your videos back. I haven't been ignoring them. Uh, I know I've been <laughs> preaching that you. I know that you've been preaching. I've been preaching that you analyze the daily chart, and I'm not sure how much you're still doing that, or if you are. We'll talk about that a bit more. But I have been hearing words like hold and hope. Tim got into this, so I got into this, and didn't <laughs> want it. To- <laughs> didn't that was, want to that was, NH, that was nhpi too he said it on the webinar and i was like let me check it out so what 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 personal lessons would you send out to the trading community based on what you've oh. learned this week dude trading community um just the podcast community the podcast traders the study traders traders, the study traders. traders worldwide like <laughs> okay so when a chart is going like if you think of a square right and you're looking at the square like you're looking at a mirror if the line goes from the bottom left to the top right then i would hold it overnight but i'm wrong i don't know what i'm doing but that's so that's my new technique now if it, if yeah. it closes strong yeah like what i'm doing is like it's shooting up i buy and then if i'm out of day trades i'm holding it all the way until it crashes, I would, I would lose like $200. Like every day I was doing that, but I was still like, Ooh, shiny moving. Got to take it. So it was bad. Yeah. And, and the shiny moving objects, <laughs> you got to realize that this, these are the trades that everyone else is watching. And if 90% of traders lose and everyone's watching what you're watching, if you do what everyone else is doing, you're probably going to be in the 90% that lose. Right. So what you've right. got to do is kind of look at the daily picture and, and find a spot where 90% are selling where you buy. So you do the opposite and we'll go over some exact, and, and I am no better. Like I've had a really rough month so this hard. Well, and whether for you, maybe it's not, not quite yet understanding the technicalities for me, it's known the technicalities, but not having the discipline to execute them. And, and that's the next battle that you'll come to. Uh, but Jude, I was extremely proud of you. Oh. Um, we've, we've talked a lot about analyzing the daily chart. And when I saw your NBEV trade, uh, my heart literally sank because you analyzed that daily chart to a T you analyzed it hundred percent correctly and you made 120 bucks. So let, how have you been doing this week and where are you? And, and just well done. Oh, thank you. Um, 
I did my second trade today. Um, okay, so PDT rule, we don't have that in Canada. So I had to learn about that. Um, and it felt like a blessing at first because I was, felt like I could finally relax and not try to get a whole bunch of trades in because I wasn't being disciplined with that. And now it was like under the PDT rule, um, if I'm stuttering, it's because I'm on alpha brain and caffeine right now. <laughs> it's a bad, this is a b- 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 bad com. It's a bad combo. Um, I did that so I could wake up this morning. Um, you've, you've got a mother you, boo-boo on your hair though. You have got a mother boo-boo on your hair. <laughs> what? What? A mother boo-boo. You have a mother. You have a mother boo-boo on your head. I do not have a boob on my head. What's a matter boo-boo? <laughs> I don't, don't, do I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> Just so we can move on. He was fasting it. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought he was seeing a boob on my head, but anyway. You've done, you've you've snorted some alpha brain. You've chopped that stuff into tablets. You've crushed it. You've snorted some alpha brain. You've had some double espresso. And now you're a bit stuttery, but that's okay. You showed up. You showed up. So, Um. Okay, so PDT rule, I felt it felt more relaxed to me. So now I'm like, okay, I can only make trades that I I know are going to be good. So that was good. Um, and I was really happy with my NBEV yesterday. But then I re-entered NBEV today. Um, I waited for the VWAP reclaim. And because of PDT rule. I didn't exit when I should have. I I held it because I I was like, if I exit this now, which I normally would, I just exit and then jump into a different trade or or retrade it. I was like, I'm going to lose a trade. And so I held it, hoping it would bounce back up. And it didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's a a bit of a mistake there. But uh, the MBF trade was super cool. What I would say is, uh, and I speak to some different entrepreneurs being in advertising and the one common lesson that really applies to stock trading is uh, in business, try not to let the highs be too high and try and not let the lows be too low. And, and it's exactly the same in, as in trading as well. When you get that win, when, when you get that good trade, mm-hmm. enjoy the win, but don't let it go don't let it go too much to your head because that's when you go hell for leather and make the huge mistake on the next trade. And and when when you like fuck up, excuse the language, when you fuck up, like yeah. don't beat yourself up too much about the loss because ultimately it's just a trade. And we're just learning and we're just trying to get to the next level as well. So Jude, how would you say uh, the PDT has affected you from trading with a bigger account? What kind of changes to your strategy have you made? Because you... You were trading the 52-week highs, the VWAP holds. Um, I so, actually haven't yeah. haven't changed because when I when you guys gave us the $30,000 account, I was still trading as if I was trading real money because that's all I knew. So everyone's making these massive trades with shares and making big wins, but um, I was still trading 300 shares um, in the first month. So there isn't really much of a change. It, it actually feels more comfortable to me. That's nice. And, and I just want to say, and, and I, I admire that kind of approach and that kind of strategy of, of keeping it close to real cash. So when you move to real cash, you'll, 
you'll be comfortable as well, which you, you, I'd imagine you already are. But we're coming up to Christmas. I'd like to say Merry Christmas to both of you. I, I'd love to have Christmas dinner with each of you, <laughs> but it, it's, just, it's just not possible because we're in different countries. But if you could finish Christmas and go into the new year, what would be the three resolutions that you would make to improve your trading based on what you've learned in the last few months? Jude first. Hmm. Um, see, I understand what you taught me was looking for the bottom, um, the support. And I understand that that's a good place to buy because it's, it's good to buy close, close to support. I think I would. Why, though? Why is it good to buy close to support? Elaborate on that because it's, it's so important. Because that's the risk. And so if it breaks support, you know to get out and the losses yeah. will be small. So um, if you buy right on support, you know that if it breaks support, that's your risk level. So if you buy at support and it works, you've got two to one, three to one, four to one risk reward. But if, if, and if you buy the support and it fails, you've, you've only risked a very small amount, right? Exactly. And I'm starting to learn that it's not always about buying a stock that's proving i mean you want it to prove you're looking for indicators and the catalyst but it's more trusting that that first buy like i'm going to buy it here's support if it works i'm going to make money if it doesn't work i'm out but the risk to reward is greater than you know for example waiting for it to move up and then buying when it's already 20 30 cents away from support Exactly. And it's just like being a bookmaker, right? If you're a bookmaker, you only want to play, take the plays or make the bets that are good risk reward. So you're going to think, well, I'll put a bet on that. This is going to work because it's kind of likely that it will bounce and the odds are quite good, right? Yeah. And the next level, like, so you're looking at that on a daily level, right? So you're looking at the support on a daily, on the daily chart. Yeah, I mean, I also, I like to look at support from the previous day. So if there was a couple of tops and now that becomes support, I feel comfortable with that. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, just from what I've seen from from a lot of the traders that do a good job is they'll, they'll identify a level of support on the daily level. And yeah. then intraday, they'll, they'll wait for it to bounce on that support. And then they'll wait for the double bottom intraday or they'll wait for the higher low intraday. Yeah. And then if you can add to that, the SPY or the, or the Dow Jones is actually moving up at the same time. Then you've got like three bullish indicators. You've got the daily support level, you've got the intraday double bottom, and you've got the overall markets moving in the right direction. Yeah. And I, I knew where to enter NBEV this morning and it did have a double bottom, but the market did go down and it did break that support. Um, unfortunately, I bought at VWAP. Um, which was about 30 cents higher than the support. And so I lost about 30 cents a share. But you, you realized your lesson though, that you bought too far away from the support and then you didn't have the good risk. You didn't have as good risk reward. Exactly. Yeah. But I you, mean, you I think VWAP break is good, um, but it broke a little bit too early. And, and um, just the way the movement of the, the VWAP and the moving average, what I've noticed uh, is a good entry. It it didn't do that. So I just kind of jumped in too soon because of my good trade yesterday. Which is, which is fair enough. I mean, I am famous. I am famous for having four green weeks in a row or six green weeks in a row, or seven green weeks in a row. 
and then losing four grand. I'm famous for it. I've done it <laughs> over and over and over and over again. I am literally the best person yeah. ever. I can be confident and taking a huge loss. And people will say to me, like, your risk rewards all are wrong. Your risk rewards all are wrong. There's something wrong with your risk reward. I'm like, there is nothing wrong with my risk reward. I do exactly what you say. I buy the double bottoms at support. I short the double tops at resistance. My risk reward is brilliant. But every now and then, when I've had a great run, I just think I am not cutting this loss or I am taking this risk because I am invincible like Superman. <laughs> and then exactly. the, the biggest loss comes. Like you've had a mini loss today and I've had significantly bigger ones with real money. And, yeah. But it's it's if you get most of that, then you're, you're onto a winner, Jude. Yeah, it's all about the discipline. So there's my second New Year's resolution, being more disciplined. But the thing with you, Jude, is what I'm, what I'm, we'll go on to Liz in just a second and then we'll go on to some charts after that. But what I'm particularly proud about is in this competition, seeing you from the beginning to seeing you now, uh, you're reading daily charts better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're seeing the bigger picture better and you've refined your entries better and you're kind of starting to see results where now it's more like, can I beat my own inner psychology rather than, I just don't know what I'm doing, right? You know exactly. what you're doing now. It's now it's more you versus you, right? Exactly. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Good. It's just the next level. It's like a video game. You break through one level and you get through the next. You break through that one, you get through the next. And so I'm actually excited that this is the next challenge for me. Cool. And 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 it's been a we've got a long way to go still, but it's it's been a privilege to teach you and it's it's really good to see you learn. It's been awesome for me too. So thank you. It's cool. And Liz, Liz, you're one of the funniest people I've met and you're a, you're a super cool girl as well. But <laughs> for you, I want to get you to analyze the daily chart better. And we've gone through this a few times and you struggle with it. And I see you rolling, rolling your eyes like, not the daily chart again, not the daily chart again. But And we'll, we'll do some live examples right now. But what is it that you're struggling with to analyze the daily chart? I want someone to like sit next to like I want to call one eight hundred stock tutor and get someone next to me. <laughs> like, oh, I I, I literally make, make sat up. down I sat down today and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, all this yeah. stuff is moving. I was like, What? That's I Liz, Liz I pick get. up the phone. Pick up the phone and call one eight hundred. Have you got a phone next to you right now? <laughs> <laughs> Pick up on it. Call the number now and say I need one eight hundred stock. Just call the number right now. Okay. Are you calling? Put it to yeah. Hold on, it's stock. I gotta type it out. T O C K. I need three more numbers. Stock. Just five four three two. Just press the call button. Okay. Faster. This is this is not conducive to the audience. Hold on. Bring bring. Hello, Liz. I am your savior. I have come <laughs> to the daily trust. <laughs> I don't know I am what I'm to doing. help you. I am here. Don't worry. We're going to fix this. We're going to get through this together. Hello? Okay, so let's go through some charts. Hold on. I've been studying so much. Like somebody go and check my profit leads hours. I study so much. And I don't get it. Like, you know how Tim Sykes, sometimes he's like, if you don't get it after three years, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. 
I don't get it. It's I'm, I was like running today. I was like, it might take 10 years. Mm. Liz, you're on the paper trading challenge because you not only have character and charisma, but I believe that you're of the ability to get to the next level. And I just want to instill some confidence in you because we would not publicly have someone who would just fail. Okay. You're here because you've got the determination. You've got the enthusiasm. You've got the effort. So let's run through the dailies. Let's get you to the next level. Let's go through it. Cause honestly, analyzing the daily chart is simple. It's quite simple. Once you understand it, Jude, Jude is starting to get it. And we, and I'll, We'll have Jude here as well. Jude, please, let's go through the daily chart. Let's help Liz together yes. understand can, it, can okay? You, can, instead of, can you like do a quiz section on whatever you're about to do to see how much I understand? Yes, that's exactly what my plan was today. You read my mind <laughs> like Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. This is exactly what we're about to do. What is, what is, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm One playing second. What is, okay, do, do a question, do a question. I am going on desktop. I'm going to show you a chart and we're going to annotate it together. What can you guys see? I just wrote some words that Liz said, hold and hope. hope. Tim got into this. (laughs) 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 He's on me notes. (laughs) Okay, let's, uh, uh, so let's just have a quick look at lovely Liz. Liz, you looked at. I-N-N-T and O-N-C-S. And what I really want to break down for you is the daily chart and the importance of analyzing the daily chart. And there is so much information. It is like a hidden religious textbook uh, with the secrets to human existence. So let's have a look at O-N-C-S. This was, straight away, this is such an important chart. There's so much information on this. I can't see your reactions because I've gone full screen. Can you guys see everything okay? Yeah. I I just don't get it. So Liz, you bought on this day here, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so what, what I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you it's what, a bad sushi Jude? chart. It's bad sushi. Who said that, Liz? That's from Trader you... Checklist. Bad sushi. It's a gap yeah, down. Bad sushi is when you have this big gap down here. So why would you buy a chart that where the company is fundamentally shown that it is, it is terribly fundamentally and it is recently as of November had some very bad news. Uh, Why would you buy that? Hold on, because I don't know. One second. What day was that? No, no, just just let's just go on technical analysis based on this bad sushi. I'm not looking what? at this part. I'm looking at intraday and I'm seeing stuff spike. Is, and I'm chasing I know, it. But this is where you're going wrong, and this is why I'm trying to help you. Oy. If you look, if you this is a two-year chart, right? If you look at from the high to the low, yeah. What direction is this chart going? Uh, down. <laughs> yes, you can what see this line. Okay, and when this when this chart, can you see this dude as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when this chart spikes, can you see these big wicks? Uh huh. Big wick when it spikes. The last time it spiked big, look at this big wick. Uh huh. You can see a kind of a wick here as well. So okay. if it had a big, and this is on volume as well, right? So if this spiked on volume and it opened at 225, got up to the three and closed at around 250, give back pretty much all of its gains. What do you think it's going to do the next time it spikes with volume? Bear in mind, it's just had the bad sushi as well. It's going to go down. But it's going to spike and give back all its gains. So when you were chasing this, what, what kind of, what did you think was going to happen? I can't remember. But if so, it's moving, I'm there. 
But that's exactly it. I mean, this is what I, w- I would say, and this is such an important thing. This is more of a short than a long. The only, it's not really a short because you don't know, like you say how it's got this support level here where it's kind of res- it's resistance, but it's where it's previously, previously supported. And isn't now it interesting? Can, is it, it's quite unbelievable that it's supported at 125 and look where it found resistance at one, 120-ish. That's where the wick was before it came down. Wow. Quite fascinating that, right? Super cool. But the point is that 90% of traders like you, because you haven't quite had the experience to, to develop a, a more, a more point, not poignant, a more um, sophisticated strategy is you'll follow the shiny object. You'll follow what's moving. You'll follow 90% of what traders do. And then because you've done that, you've kind of, you've lost. But the people who look at the bigger picture, the people that follow the daily charts will think that's bad sushi. That's a downtrend in chart. This has a history of giving back all of its gains when it spikes. I am not going to go along this. If I do anything, I'm going to go short. Where am I going to go short? I'm going to go short where it previously supported because support will then become resistance and it should fail there. And it not only will fail, but it will fail and give a lot of its spike back because that's what it's done in the past. And history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes, right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's a long, long-winded explanation, but do you get it? It makes sense when you tell me, and then I forget it almost. Like, I don't know what happens, but I sit down at the computer and I go like, uh, uh let's chase. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like that as well. And, and you, you will lose and lose and lose and lose and lose until the pain of losing makes you remember. I, I always found that mm-hmm. uh, when I was trading, I would know nothing. And then I would study and I, study and I would learn stuff. And then I would, I would know it, but I couldn't do it in the moment of the action. Mm-hmm. But, but then I would learn more stuff. And then the stuff that I'd learned before that, I would start putting into action, but then I couldn't put the new stuff in action. And you're mm-hmm. constantly catching up with yourself on a three-month cycle of learning more stuff than three months later, the stuff that you learn, you put into action. And it, it's quite a symbiotic uh, process. But you will slowly put it into action. It's just, it's so new in your head, you can't do it under pressure. It's somewhere in there. Liz, you're a smart girl. You're quite funny. I love you. I love your grandparent YouTube She's channel. She's my mother. I told you already. I'm sorry. When I met you, when I met you in real life, I was like, wow, there's Liz, the celebrity on YouTube. Like, you I will. There's Steven, the celebrity from YouTube. Listen, I want the readers to know that is my mother. She gave birth to me when she was 40, okay? Okay, so she's yeah. just an old mother. That's okay. My mom's quite old, so. I, I survived, and I will survive this challenge. Okay, let's look at INNT. <laughs> you see this? INNT, I think you went long. Let's just move it down so I can annotate. In fact, Jude, what do you think of INNT? What say for example, let's um let's draw on this a little bit. Where am I? I would probably yeah. wait for the breakout above yeah. three. Say this day, you see this day here? Mm-hmm. Say it's coming towards the end of the day. Yeah, what would you do? You'd wait for three? Well, probably most people would short at three, but I'm not, I don't short and I don't want to start practicing now, but I would probably, because I'm long, I would probably set an alert for when it passes 
three and then I would wait for it to find go up and then find support and consolidation at three. Why, why, why three? Well, it's a whole number and you can see that it's tapped three a few times. So that's um, resistance. And if it breaks above three and if it, if it dips down into three, then that's support. I'm thinking, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't even know if I would, well, no, it's, I it's, didn't use. What do you think about it being a downtrend in chart? Does that put you off? Well, it doesn't put me off if it's moving in the morning and if my, my pattern is, my buy pattern is there, which is within 10 or 15 minutes of the uh, chart. Okay. Uh, the do you know what I can tell you? What I can see immediately with this stock? The last time it had volume, you see how it traded 5 million here? The last time it had explosive volume, it ran not just one day, but it ran two days. It had its first green day here and its second green day here. And then here, it didn't have as much volume, but it had a series of five green days together. Right. So while it might be downtrend, and this stock proves that when it has this explosive volume, it can generally put a few green days together, right? The... Jude, you're exactly right to think that it has kind of, it's bottomed around this area, then it's topped around this area. Now it's come to this three level. So you've got this kind of, this break of three, which it's struggled to break before. But if it breaks this three and it holds this three and it's trading this explosive volume and it's got a history of running before, it's quite likely to think that if with the right catalyst, there's a chance that it could, should, would run a few days. So for me, uh, buying into the close, if it holds interday strongly at three, there's a reasonable expectation to think that this should run a second day. Uh, it didn't run. You, it didn't run a second day. You can't always guess correctly. You will not always be right. But I think it's reasonable to say, I'll buy this if it supports at three interday. Wait for it. And then if it fails, I'll be out at 290. And if it runs, I'll, 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 I'll take profits at 350. Do you know what I mean? That's what I said. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just, I'm just adding a few different okay. factors, but you've, totally. you've I, hold I, the volume still trips me up. I still, I still forget. That's the one thing that I'm learning, but I, I keep forgetting to, to check and pay. Most, most important thing is the stock overextended? Is it undervalued? And how big is the volume? They're kind of the most important indicator as more important than anything else. So they, they are Liz's charts, but can you see the difference between when you're looking at longs, right? ONCS has never ever put two green days in, in its history, right? It's never, it, it always gaps up and fails, gaps up and fails, or it has big wicks. So ONCS is clearly a shitty company. Whether INNT has put five green days in together, or it's put two big green days in together now. It didn't, yeah, but that's not to say it won't again, but it's just saying there's a difference between a good stock and a less good stock, right? right? This one is a better stock because it can put multiple green days in a row. P people have confidence in it when they buy it, they'll hold it because of the thing. It's, it has some level of value. Um, let's have a quick look at Judy, Judy, Jude's trades. Do you want to look at your NBEV trade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> NBEV is a really interesting one because NBEV kind of rocketed when the wheat sector Embev basically rocketed when it had the Coca-Cola deal. You remember Coca-Cola was going to look to invest in Embev. Yeah. Embev's a drink company. Yeah, and that was during it, the conference. Embev. Yeah, when. 
So, Jude, why don't you, I mean, you bought this stock. Let's mark it out so people can see. You bought this stock on this breakout. Oh, here, right? On this green candle. I'll just move this down. So what was he thinking? I mean, the stock's basically, it's rocketed up. It's a former runner. It's come back down. So, I mean, there's a lot of people who bought here who are now underwater. There's a lot of people who are like trapped when they bought in the eights and it's now in the fives. So it's, it's a bit of a funny buy, but, but weed's really hot right now as well. So it's a bit of a funny buy. So why don't you explain your, your thought process? Um, okay. Looking at the daily chart, um, there was, I mean, several areas that hit the five, $5 resistance line, which I think became support. Um, You really are getting it. I really like this. So basically when you're saying that, you're saying it bottomed here. Yeah. It bottomed here. And Liz, this is so important for you to see because this is how you map out support and resistance. What we're doing is on the daily chart, we're looking at, where in the daily chart area is the area where we can see the most kind of consolidation between the full-bodied candles and the wicks. So, and basically where the most congestion occurs between the candles, it shows that the stock hovers around that area because that's kind of the area where it feels most comfortable in, which is almost the price where it should be, the, the, the price where it spends the most time, right? So we've got the wick here and then we've got the bottom here. And then we've got the top, it kind of a topped out on this day here and came down. Then it topped out here as well. And then it opened here, but it couldn't hold it. And then it kind of closed here. And then this is where Liz is bought. So we're looking for these areas where it's bottomed, bottomed, opened and failed. Do you know what I mean? We're looking for the most areas where you can see that have all attributed to one price. Does that make sense, Liz? Mm-hmm. And then based on that, we're looking at saying, right, all of these areas, it either tops or bottoms at like 510. So then on the intraday chart, you're saying if it double bottoms or double tops at around 510, that means that the daily thesis that you've recognized is correct. And then you'll make a, a, a clever risk reward trade based on that daily thesis once it's confirmed on the intraday. Does that make sense? <laughs> Does it make go on? I guess. Does it make sense to you, Jude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's um, all what trade is. That's it. That's it. Once you get that, that's it. Then it's all discipline. And can you put I it on the the day chart? The intraday. That is the day chart. Uh, intraday. I can't. Do, I can't do that. Okay. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I know it's Christmas. I want to give you a Christmas gift. I can't do it. Okay. Um, yeah. I only, but I know what you did. You, you literally, you bought on this day because I looked at your video and it, and it dropped around to the five twenties and you bought the dip. I don't think you waited for a double bottom, but you kind of bought the dip at the open. Yeah, right? I, can't remember. I can't remember. I think <laughs> I bought on this day. It, I, it think opened I, bought, I think I bought, um, just as it, it did dip. Um, but it came above VWAP and the moving average and the moving average was coming up to cross the VWAP. That's like my favorite morning pattern. Um, Let's Let's see if I can find it. Cause I might be able to find it for you. Yeah. So you basically, this is the open, right? Yeah. It's dipped. Yeah. Which is around the fives, I think. Which it did today too, but it didn't do the same thing. But 
Do you um, see this dip that you bought where it's dipped down to the 520s? It are the five 540s. It's dipped down to the 540s, yeah? And then you bought it when you had this, like, it kind of, it's kind of, it opened, bottomed, nice to wait for that. You see that little double bottom and the higher low on these candles? And then you bought it as it passed VBAP. Yep. And then it ripped from the five. So basically, maybe your risk was five 540. You had 10 cents risk and you sold it in the sixes. So you made 50 cents for a 10 cent risk. Yeah. And then if you if you look at the daily chart a little bit closer, the support was around 520s, 530s. And the breakout level was about the 520s, 530s. Yeah. So I mean, I like the idea that you let it you let it break above this level. You you let it kind of double bottom. You waited for it to go above VWAP. And then you've got a super super solid trade if you do that over and over and over again. Uh, you're onto a winner because you see how it kind of, it struggled, it struggled to like get above this 520, 530 level. You've mm-hmm. waited for it to prove strength by washing out, regaining VWAP, pushing in the morning, and then it's broke through this level. And when it breaks through that level, everyone who's short in the 520s, 530s is covering because that resistance level's broke and everyone's going long like you're going long because that 520s, 530 level is run. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that there's so much there's so much demand on the ask that it's gonna it's gonna rip up. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to hear my lesson on today's. So. So what did you do today? Oh, I just I bought when it um, came over VWAP again. I thought it could do the same what thing. Price? But but why? Because it's already broke this level. The next level is seven. You see this next level? And look where it tops. But- look where it tops. I thought it bang was, on, re- I know, and I, I yeah. was going to sell at that point. I was ready to, you know, at least sell before it hit seven. Um, but but the, the other lesson is support and resistance isn't enough just to analyze. So you've got to play support and resistance and volume, but you've also got to think is, what does this stock normally do? Like, look at this level of volume here. It's not that big volume, right? So this stock normally you put in two days here, put in three days here, put in, it put in kind of three yeah. days here, but this stock doesn't really put in more than two or three days in a row on this kind of volume. So you've got to think if if you're buying on the, this is its third day here. If you're buying on its third day, the chances are it's probably not going to hold its highs because it's got a history of kind of putting two days in together and then failing on the third. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you can place and you're buying way above support. Yeah, it's it's just like what Liz said. There's just so much information and it's just trying to get it to stick. It's just like learning and yeah. Chinese. Yeah, it's Chinese. Yeah. But I mean, but I think that's okay and and like I say, I mean, it's it's like you'll go to a Spanish class and you'll you'll be going, "Pora, cora, ese, comía estas o por favor." And you'll think, "I'm great, me." <laughs> and then you'll and then you'll go to Spain, you'll quiera esco, donde esta una cerveza. You'll think you're great. And then you'll go to Spain and the taxi driver will be speaking and you'll be thinking, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> donde aprendiste español, Steven? <laughs> and donde esta una cerveza? Por favor. <laughs> right? But, and it's one thing being in the class thing and I've really got this, but then when you go to Spain, you're thinking, I don't know what's going on here. I can't order anything even at a restaurant in a tourist place. And it's the same with trading. It, it's so difficult to put your money on the line and read the level two and read the chart and look at the news. And hindsight trading is so much easier than trading in real life. Like 
I mean, if I could find, if I could make a living of teaching people hindsight trading, <laughs> I, I could comfortably be a millionaire because <laughs> the difference between a good trader and a good teacher is the good trader can instinctively see the hindsight before it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you did that. You you saw that with Ember, but then you made a mistake the next time. But I, forgot. I got too excited. Got... I was like, I'm going to do this again. But that's fine. I mean, if you if you make 50 good trades and 50 bad trades this year, then next year you might make 70 good trades and 30 bad trades. Then the next year you might make 80 good trades and 20 bad trades. As long as you eliminate the mistakes and, and getting better at what you already got at, that's fine. But I'm not, I'm not too concerned about you. I think you're on the right track. I think you, you're making the progress and I think you're getting there. I'm more, uh, my mission is more on Liz to get Liz to read the daily charts better. And Liz, after this example, can you see the daily chart with a bit more clarity now? Yes, can you see? I can. I can see it all. It's so <laughs> complete and obvious. I will Dude. incorporate this into my trades in the future. I mean, Jude, I Jude, no why don't you explain idea what's going on? <laughs> Jude, Jude, no, you explain, Jude, you explain your trade to, to Liz to just to give a different perspective. And then we'll wrap up with goals for the end of the month. And yeah. Sorry, what do so you want Jude, me to ex- explain? Jude, you want to talk Liz through this trade just so you can kind of explain your thought process and then we'll wrap up for goals for the, for the coming month. I thought we just did that. I, just, I know, but I, I, I want I want Liz awesome. to understand. I get it. No matter All right. what. <clears throat> it, I, okay, there's a level there at five ish. Once it yes. breaks out, hold it till seven. I hear you. I watched a great video, um, and it just reminded me that when a stock price taps a certain level three times and that's a significant resistance or support level. And so now I, I look for that. I count like how many times is it tapping? And then I draw my line in and that's helped help me a lot. Yeah. That's incredibly, that's incredibly important. Is it going to break out after three taps? No, but the the key, it it could. Yeah. the, The key lesson in that is the more times it fails to break out of a certain level, whether it taps twice, three times, four times, five times, 10 times, the more significant the breakout will be when it does break out. Mm, so gotcha. if, it, if it fails three times as a short, I'm like, I'm shorting this because the last three times it did it, it failed. So it's probably going to fail again because we're always working on history uh, as a guide, right? So the one time, say it fails nine times, everyone's going short thing and it failed nine times, it's going to fail a 10th time. But the one time it doesn't fail, all of those shorts who shorted right at that resistance level are covering, which is buying. And all of the longs are like, wow, it finally broke. I'm going long everything. I'm putting me house on this because it failed nine times and now it's, it's broke. Yeah. So the, the more times it taps, uh, the more significant the breakout. And you can bet your bottom dollar the first time a stock touches a resistance level, it will fail. It will fail. It will fail. It will fail the first time because it, it has to push. Yeah. Come back down. Figure out what the shit in hell it wants to do. Consolidate. Get more troops to fight the war, and then push the Game of Thrones wall down. Do you know what I mean? But uh-huh. it's not. You're not going to win the war the first time you touch it. it. It takes a couple of attempts. And there has to be volume 
on a yeah, basis. volume. Mm, that's the other huge thing, yeah. right? Yeah. If, if yeah, you you really do listen to the lessons. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> you really listen. <laughs> so, like, if a stock crashes with 50 million shares volume, basically, it's hard. It's mm. hard to explain, but it's like wherever the resistance is on the chart. It's not really where the resistance is. It's more where the resistance stays are with heavy volume are. So if there's, if there's a high, if there's resistance with a lot of volume, that resistance level is more important than resistance with a lower volume date. Do you know what I mean? Or no. So for example, uh, you see on this chart here, you see the, the hundred million on this day. So this stock got to 10. When it hit 10, it hit 10 on a hundred million, right? So the next time, if it hits 970, 980 on 10 million, 8 million, it's not going to break because it took 100 million to get mm -hmm. a 10. So it's probably going to need a good 60, 70, 80, 100, 120, 140 million to break through 10. It's either going to go like this, consolidate and then push, or like it can, if it gets like 50 million here, it'll push, it'll break. But it needs to consolidate near the 950s and then push through on 50 million. But if this stock is going to go from here all the way through, all the way through here, it's going to need like 200 million because you've got all of the bag holders who have been holding around this area and they will all be selling into the next push and you need the next wave of buyers to push it through. And you've got all the shorts who are short in this 10 area. So you need about 200 million for it to break through or it needs to gradually go up. Hold, 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 drop, hold, hold, drop, and then push through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you get it? You get, I get it? I get it. So, get so are you is are you adding up the volume for the A little bit, yeah, yeah. A little okay. bit, yeah. I do. But do you get it? Liz? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get I'm it. Just I got it. Like Get all of like, so it has to just, have more volume to have a breakout because all of those people are probably underwater. Yes, absolutely. Look, there's like a hundred million shares sell. traded on a mm. hundred million shares traded on this day. So if the float's fifty million, that means the whole float are pretty much underwater. So the next push, all of these people are going to sell. So you need two hundred million volume to counteract the hundred million that are going to sell. And then you need another hundred million shares to push it through the breakout level. Mm. All right. That's that's why on these downtrodden, downbeaten charts, mm. you need huge volume to break the trend of a downtrend on the daily. Got and it. this is why I was criticizing your ACB buy the other day. Because I was saying without great volume, you're not gonna break through these resistance levels. But like I said, I I don't wanna be too hot on Liz. Liz, you will get there. I don't wanna be too praising jude but jude um i think if you learn what i know without my mental capacity <laughs> to be crazy between my mentalness if i can depart the knowledge and you can be a steady crystal worshiping spiritual woman then maybe you can be the profitable trader and i will die a gambling addict but at least i would have helped someone yay <laughs> And and then my mission is done. I will die a happy alcoholic. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, just to, so we've gone through some heavy, heavy technical analysis. For anyone who's on the podcast, please, please, please watch the YouTube because 
We have been scribbling, scribbling, scribbling all of our charts throughout this podcast to really give a live, live lesson. Um, Liz, we'll go with you first. Uh, what is your Christmas wish apart from um, a kiss under the mistletoe with the man of your dreams? What is your kind of trading uh, wish? Let me tell you, that would not be my Christmas wish. It would be like a nice crisp check for a billion. <laughs> um, you crack me up. Liz, we have to be friends after this in real life. <laughs> what? We'll have to be friends in real life after this. I think we are. We're kind of all um, friends, right? Uh, yeah. I've just been drawn over a chart. Did you see the chart? I'm really worried you didn't. Me? Is my chart on the screen? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good. I was just I was looking at the sentence and it was like share again and I'm like, you guys. I was like, I hope you guys aren't just nodding, being polite when I'm like drawing lines everywhere and you're like, can't actually do it. I'm like, that would be a disaster. <laughs> I'm like, you yeah, you guys are fine. really not listening. If, if that's... <laughs> you can't see the drawings, right? I'm not just going mental. Okay. Yeah, we so, see the so, drawing. Okay. So okay. what did you ask me? My wishes and stuff. Just what's, what's, what do you want to aim for in 2019? What do you want to, what, what you've recognized your downfalls. You struggle a little bit with the daily chart analysis. You're struggling to wrap your head around this Chinese world of stock trading. What's your 2019 goal? So I'm looking forward to the January effect. I know that means stocks run. <laughs> Jude's just uh, ran away. She's just like, don't, don't need to let anymore. I've got it. Cracked, yeah, cracked trading. Like- <laughs> <Got it. laughs> um, yeah so okay so january effect i know holding overnight works as long as the chart is uptrending i have to not use my day trades intraday um and i don't know what what we're going to start with in terms of an amount but i have to stop chasing stuff and intraday chasing has been the worst for me um, you are really bad at it. I'm going to be honest. You are one of the worst people I've ever seen at intraday chasing ever in my yeah. life. Thank I'm goodness that I'm. Yeah, I'm be honest with you. I'm doing it on the worst people I've ever seen. All right, I'm doing it on paper trade. I think, I think trading with $1,500 on a paper account is so smart because it really teaches you, like, you know, what it's like to start out. You know, it's it's really really hard especially when you're used to chasing and scalping, it's just not going to work in the real world. Like um, start starting with $1,500 on a paper account. Good. Do it for a year, do it for five years. Like that's what you, that's how you like get better, you know, um, for 2019. I'm going to continue um, intermittent fasting, um, making, I think making more content. Um, I made a video about how to make eggs yesterday um yeah how to make honey yolk eggs Um, intermittent fasting but less sick to trading i I love your intermittent fast but trading so no because it's a discipline thing like i guess more discipline in all areas of your life um what else like to study as much as i can the worst thing that i'm doing is like i'll put in a, a video for trading and i'll be like oh instagram like i can't focus it's so bad and I'm just like, stop it, Liz, focus. And then 10 minutes later, I'm just like, oh, I need to do this. Or, well, maybe I'll do that. Or let me run to the post office. <laughs> like, I just don't focus. I'm like, do I need uh, Ritalin? Alpha brain. Adderall. Alpha brain. I've heard that, I've heard that Adderall 
Adderall is quite good for focus. I'm not recommending it. I know, no, no. Adderall in high doses is quite good. How has it made me feel like my heart is beating too fast? (laughs) I'm just like, how do I study? It's just, I'm just like, oh, I need to study and I can't. I need a 1-800 doc tutor to sit next to me. Hello? Some some ganja. Hello? Liz, what I would say to you is please focus on the daily, focus on support and resistance. Look, first of all, is the stock up like is a three point checklist? One, is the stock is the stock chart on the daily chart going up or is it going down? Two, where is the support and resistance levels based on the candles? And where can I identify a line in the sand based on where the stock has consolidated the most on the daily chart? And then three, is is the intraday chart confirming what the daily chart is suggesting? Is is there a double bottom on the daily support level? So many words. Or is it not? Watch the podcast again. Watch these lessons again. Watch them 10 times. If you're still confused, I will come over for New Year's. We'll have a party in New York and we'll do it in person for 1-800 radio or telephone chat. Whatever. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't mean any of it, but it sounds good on the air. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Jude, what are your goals for 2019 based on where you've come from? Um, I... <sighs> Sorry, I had to run out because I had to go to the bathroom. My bladder was going to burst. Um, so I didn't, I couldn't I think anymore. I love that you told it. Do you feel uh, more rested and comfortable now? I do. Did, did, you, did, you, did you get it all out? <laughs> I'm, sure there, I'm sure there's more that could come up. I wanted to get back here for the podcast. That's okay. If you want to go for a wait right now, just go for no, a wait. Uh, and and Jude, so what what what's your next steps for learning? Obviously, you you need to master your discipline a bit more, and so do I. So we're both in that together. But what 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 steps are you going to take to continue improving to win this competition? I I just need to keep practicing, putting in the support, resistance, volume, everything that you've been teaching. Um, I know that it's. It's rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. But if I'm not, if I'm not shampooing, then there's nothing to rinse and repeat. So I need to keep shampooing. (laughs) And uh, what's your balance right now? What's your trading balance right now? Um. Well, after that little loss, I'm about sixty or seventy dollars green. Nice. You're on PDT. You're on fifteen hundred, and you're green. I'm green, yeah. And you're trading like you would be with a real account. And um, the market is not with my account because if I was under a real account, I don't have PDT. So I would have gotten out of MBEV a lot faster, but I, I held on to it because I didn't want to give up one of my trades. But no. um I like trading with real money. I don't know, it just feels it's, natural yeah, it's me on my on well, my like, own account, small small uh, amount of shares. Yeah, I mean, as as last and as last and comments to close this, I would just say, Liz, just practice drawing that line in the sand on the daily chart. Try and look at the data to see does it run two green days in a row, three green days in a row. Does it have those big wicks to say that it doesn't run one even one day in a row? And if it doesn't run one day in a row and it has the big wicks, then don't go long. 
if it's the first green day with volume and it's got a history of running three green days in a row, then buy that green day anticipating two green days, three green days. Jude, for you, you're really grasping an understanding of the daily chart. And not only that, but you kind of have an intuition to see a move before it happens, which you did with Enbev, which is, which is a great step to, to trading successfully. I think just don't, don't beat yourself up about the losses. Uh, enjoy the wins. Don't take the, the lows too low. Um, and I think with another six months, three months, six months, if screen time, now that you get a strategy, now that you see a strategy and you've got it, like obviously you've learned from loads of different people. You've learned from, um, you've obviously been in STT Pro. I know that you've been part of a lot of other courses as well. I'm pleased to have helped you a bit. Take parts of everything, let it click, let it form a strategy, and then just A in the creeks out or A in the creases out of that strategy until you make it your own. And I, I, I see because of me, in my development, I see that you're not far away. You're not far away from being profitable. Like, you're not far away. You're not far away from being profitable. And then after that, you've just got to control your mind. And if you can control your mind, then you do what I can't do. Because I know how to trade profitably. I just, I'm too crazy. But I think you've got the discipline in yourself <laughs> to not be as stupid. Yeah, I might have to tone down the alpha brain. <laughs> that makes me a little crazy. I say double it. I say double oh, it. God, no. I say double it up. I say just double it. <laughs> it seems to be working. We'll we'll wrap up with that. Uh, proud of both you guys. Very pleased to have you in the competition. Liz, don't worry. You've got a lot more time to learn. Uh, you are both immune after Louis left this, this uh, week gone by. So you are both going into the new year uh, as contestants to be in the final four. And uh, I think as long as Tim Bourne keeps on not training his, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as he keeps on ignoring his stuff and, and I keep on training you, then we should be on to win. So awesome. well done, guys. Thank you for participating. Thanks, Stephen. Thank Bye. you. Bye, Liz. Bye, Liz. Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron from New York City. And I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real actual prizes at their website, SteadyTrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in New York City. <laughs>